And welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooves. This is our final segment of the week four pregame, week 14 pregame show, not week four. We're week 14. I'm about 10 weeks behind there. So, um, week 14 pregame show. So, um, we're going to be breaking down this weekend's eight-man state championship game at Chillicothe this weekend. But before we can break that down, let's go run down some semifinal scores from the eight-man bracket. It was South Lewis Livingston defeating Drexel 52-22. And then North Andrew over Stanbury 42-22 was the final there. So that sets the stage. Here we go. State championship on the line. Southwest Livingston against North Andrew. Clash of styles. I think this is going to be a tremendous ball game. We got interviews with both um, North Andrew head coach Dwayne Williams and Southwest Livingston head coach Orrin Magruder, as well as Devin Albertson breaking down the game. Let's kick off our interviews this time with Southwest Livingston coach Orrin Magruder, and that starts right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are previewing this weekend's eight-man state championship game in Chillicothe. We got the head coach of the Southwest Livingston Wildcats with us. That is Orrin Magruder. Coach, how are you doing? Pretty good, Clifton. How are you? I'm doing great. Definitely excited for some uh, – only a couple more weekends left, but it's really, really exciting. So, um, Coach, um, last weekend in the semifinals, um, you were able, your team was able to um, – Defeat Drexel, Coach Dean and his ball club, 52-22. to What's the final there, Coach? Just um, walk us through that game. Well, it's, they came out very aggressive and attacking. And, um, you know, kind of like we talked about there, a little undersized. Uh, but they so aggressively made up for it by that. And, uh, you know, they're really well coached, and they attacked us. And, um, you know, we were able to get out to an early lead. Get some stops, get some turnovers. Uh, it's twenty-two to six, and then Drexel scored, and then we had a couple chances. Uh, couldn't capitalize on them to, you know, add another touchdown before half came out. I think we got another turnover, and um, you know, then we scored the next thirty points, so it went from twenty-two to fourteen to fifty-two to fourteen, and then they scored the last one. So, I mean, I, I really think the difference in the game was just the lines of scrimmage. Um, you know, in the first half, we weren't tackling real well. We were getting off blocks, but we just couldn't hold on to the coffee kid. And, you know, it's no easy task because he's a heck of an athlete. Um, just the line did a good job, but we just weren't tackling him. So, uh, you know, in the second half, we just, you know, halftime, we went and reinforced the idea that you know, everybody needs to get the tackle or get to the ball. We need to tackle better. Um, you know, because I thought we were doing some good things on defense. We just, you know, couldn't hold on to him. But uh, second half, we started holding on to him and um, really limited their offense, took the ball away several times, um, and we're efficient in our, our offense pretty much most of the night. And, you know, it's just a heck of a job by the kids. Well, Coach, before we get matchup specific here, um, this is going to be your second straight trip to the state championship game. Um, Coach, just um, – Put it in words how about how how that feels for you and for the kids and for um, the community of Ludlow. Yeah, I think it's pretty awesome. Uh, Southwest had only been to the state championship one time, and then uh, fortunate enough to get with a great group of kids that work really hard and um, they're athletic, and you know they have the desire and commitment to be great, and um, you know <laughs> it kind of carried me to two state championships in a row and. Um, you know, it's pretty special. Um, I just really, you know, I've tried to really enjoy the ride more this time. Last year was just such a whirlwind. 
you know, and that's it's hard to do as a coach because you're always looking back to correct mistakes and you're always looking forward to uh, prepare for the next opponent. But, um, you know, it's just been such a cool moment. You know, I, yesterday we took a time and it was our last practice on our field and I had the seniors just kind of reflect on their, uh, you know, greatest moment on that field and stuff like that. Stuff like that. And so I think, um, you know, it's just special when you can hear, you know, out of the kids' mouth because the guys have been on that field for four years. They've worked so hard. And you know, I don't know, just some of the things that stick out to them, you know, special memories, special moments, you know, that's, this is a big deal. And uh, I always try to, you know, tell the guys it goes by so fast and, you know, <laughs> it's really hard to understand until all of a sudden you're senior and you're facing your last of something, you know, whether it be your last practice at your home field, your last game at your home field, you know, your last game, you know, that's, um, so just to get to hear those memories and, uh, stuff like that it was just it was really cool yesterday and I, you could just tell it meant a lot to the seniors because a lot of them didn't want to leave the locker room yesterday they knew that it was our last practice that field and so it was just um you know it, it, you're excited about the state game but at the same time you, you hate losing these kids they've meant so much to this program and uh so much to me and so it's just exciting but at the same time you know there's a finality to it Absolutely. So definitely a lot of great memories after the last couple of years at um, in Ludlow. So, uh, Coach, um, let's let's talk about the matchup now. Uh, matchup in front of you guys is uh, North Andrew. The Cardinals of North Andrew they won their semifinal game um, over Stanbury last week. Coach, um, just um, your scouting report as far as the Cardinals and uh, what can we expect from Saturday's championship game? First and foremost, you know they they're really well coached. Um, they they do an awesome job. They're very attacking, very aggressive. Uh, their offensive and defensive lines are phenomenal. You know they uh, they fire off the ball in unison when they're on offense, and they sustain blocks. They really get after you and make you work. Uh, and then their backs are just so good at following blocks and finding pieces. Um, you know they're they're tough to deal with. Even if you're in the right sp- space or right place, their their backs can you know break a tackle, make the guy miss, and uh, they have good enough athletes that they can take that out in any given play. And so uh, we're going to have to be really fundamental, really do our jobs well when we're on defense. And, you know, when we're on offense, they make it tough sledding. Like I said, their defense is super physical, super fast. Um, they're they're going to be a load to deal with. And uh, I, I just think the the hardest thing with North Andrews, they don't, you know, they might have not have a guy that really stands out head and shoulders above the rest. But what they do have is a elite team. You know, there's no – real weak spots to peak, pick on them. Um, so we're we're just going to have to really take care of the ball. And, um, you know, we're going to have to be satisfied with moving it, you know, five yards at a time if that's what it takes. And um, really just being patient. And, you know, if the big play, you know, opens up to us, I mean, we have to be able to take advantage of it. But, uh, you know, they're going to make you play uh, conservative, I guess, and um, try to take away your deep shots. So we just have to be able to sustain drives and, uh, we cannot turn the ball over. They feast on turnovers, and so um, we got to really take care of the ball. And, uh, <laughs> that's just to have a chance against them because they're that good. So, you know, hopefully we can do those things and we can make it a fun, competitive ball game. I think it should be a tremendous ball game. So, uh, Coach Magruder, I want to thank you so much once again for coming on the podcast. And uh, 
good luck to you and your boys on Saturday as you guys look for a quest for a state championship. Thank you, Clifton. We appreciate your coverage. Thank you so much to Coach Oren Magruder of the Wildcats for coming on the podcast. As I did mention, we had both coaches. Not only do we have Coach Magruder, we got Coach Dwayne Williams from North Andrew with us, too. He took a few minutes to sit down and talk about his semifinal game against Stan Barrett and a look ahead to this weekend's championship game. Here's our interview with Dwayne Williams right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are previewing this weekend's huge eight-man state championship game in Chillicothe. We got the coach of the North Andrew Cardinals with us. That is Dwayne Williams. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Clifton. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm sure you probably got a lot of reasons to be doing great. Definitely. We'll talk about those here in just a minute. But, um, Coach, um, before we look ahead a little bit, let's let's give a look back. Um your team got a 20-point win over Stanbury last Friday night. 42-22 to is the final there. So, um, Coach, just uh, walk us through that ball game. Well, we got off to a great start. Um, we got some turnovers early and, and were able to jump out on them 16 to nothing, and that's kind of where it ended at halftime. And, and then, uh, you know, coming out in the second half, I told our guys, you know, this is Stanbury. They're not going to go away. You know, they're not going to give it to us. And they'd already come back and forced an overtime and gotten a win against East Atchison the week before. And so we knew they were capable of, you know, regrouping at halftime, making their adjustments. And, and so, and that's kind of what the second half turned into. You know, we, we had a, we gave up a long touchdown. I think we'd gotten up 30 to eight at one point and, and then we'd get up a long touchdown pass. We had a breakdown in coverage and, and so that, that, that drew them a little closer. And then, uh, on the ensuing kickoff, uh, you know, we just, we just, we just misplayed a ball and it ended up going out on the one yard line after we touched it. And so, um, you know, we ended up snapping the ball on our own one yard line, had a, had a mishandled snap. And next thing you know, they've scored 16 points and it's been 10 seconds of game time. And it went from 30 to eight to 30 to 22 real quick. And, and so, uh, you know, they kicked back off to us and, and, uh, we traded a couple possessions there and then, you know, we'd, we'd practiced all week on a, on a, uh, on a cutback play that, that, um, we had tried to execute earlier in the game and, and just, we couldn't quite get it blocked the way we wanted. And, and, you know, uh, Colin Sager is such a fine football player and he was the guy we were trying to, trying to cut off and, and, uh, we weren't able to get to him. And then finally, uh, Hayden Ecker was, was able to find that lane. And we told him before the snap was like, Hey, look, you know, we're going to try this again and we just got to get up on him faster. And if we do, you've got a cutback lane here and, and uh, he finally found it, and he was able to rip off, a, I think, a 70-yard touchdown run for us and, and got us back to that two-score lead. And then, um, you know, traded a few possessions, or we traded a, a possession with, with Stan Barry. And with about a minute to go, um, Coach, Coach Hilton had all three timeouts, and we were kind of a little bit of a dilemma there. Do you take a knee and see if he's going to use one, or do you run a play and, and you know, try to, try to get a couple yards and see what's going to happen? And we, we chose to run a play instead of taking a knee just in case he was going to use his timeouts. And, and uh, you know, we, we, it was an unfortunate deal. We ended up scoring from 40 yards out, and, and uh, it certainly wasn't our intent. And I know there was maybe a little bit of bad feeling, like maybe we were trying to run a score up, but we weren't. And, and, uh, you know, we just, we just had a little, we, we were hoping to get a first down or at least get a few yards and then see what coach is going to do with his timeouts. But, uh, you know, either way, I, you know, kind of put a sour ending, I think a little bit on the game as far as, you know, uh, the way Sanbury fans felt about it. That wasn't our intention, obviously, but that's kind of how football goes. You know, you get down to those last minute or two and you, you're not quite sure what the opponent's going to do and you gotta, you gotta protect yourself first. And that's what we did. And, and, uh, you know, and we're, we're, we're fortunate to get out of there with a victory. They're a great team and we're looking forward to playing Southwest. Well, Coach, let's talk about Southwest real quick here. Um, 
It's a little bit of a different site this year. Um, it's a not too far of a trip for either one of you guys to go to Chillicothe this year for the eight-man state championship game. Seth Lewis Livingston is the opponent. I feel like, you know, this is the um, the clash of uh, – proverbial clash of styles, like a like a heavyweight boxing match. So, um, Coach, just uh, break down um, break down um, this matchup with Seth Lewis Livingston, get the scouting report, and um, what can we expect from the eight-man state championship game in Chillicothe? Well, you know, Southwest is, uh, they're just so explosive on offense. They, they, they run an air raid spread style system and, and, you know, they run it as much as they pass it, it seems like. And, and, you know, a lot of that's, you know, a little bit of improvised runs by, by Hughes, who's a fine football player and really explosive in, in, in the pass and run game. And, so, you know, if you, if you drop, if you commit too much to coverage, he'll make you pay. He'll take off running. If you commit too much to the run, he'll make you pay because he can, he can throw some lasers out there and they've got outstanding receivers and they do a good job blocking up front. And then when you overcommit to those two things, they'll catch you with a screen. You know, they're just, they're just really explosive on offense. And on the defensive side, um, you know, we got to handle Jaden Sears. He's outstanding. He, he's, he's all over the place. You run at him, he makes a play. You run away from him, he makes the play. So, you know, we got to find a way to, to neutralize him when we can and, and find ways to, you know, not get behind the sticks. We want to make sure we're always trying to get positive yards and not put ourselves in a bad position. And, you know, I, I really do think, and I've been saying this for two weeks in a row, I do think it's it's going to come down to the fourth quarter if we play well. You know, if we play well and they play well, it's a fourth quarter game. And whichever one of us, you know, makes the fewest mistakes going down the stretch, I think is going to have a chance to win. And, it's you know it's all cliche stuff, but we can't turn the ball over, and and at the same time we've got to control the penalties and things like that that are that are within our control, and and uh, you know I again I'm expecting it to be a fourth quarter game and and go either way. I hope if we play well, it, it should be that way for us. I don't, I think. I think it should be absolutely tremendous. Um, well, coach, um, I want to thank you so much for um all year long just uh, coming on the podcast, you know, giving me a few minutes of your time every single week to talk about North Andrew football. I want to thank you so much for that. And um, good luck to you and the boys as you guys try to win a state championship. I appreciate that, Clifton. And, and all my guys do appreciate it too. The kids listen to you religiously and my coaches do. And we, we enjoy all the coverage and, and shining a, you know, a positive light on eight-man football. We really appreciate that. Absolutely. I, I, I do my best. Thank you so much, Coach. You bet. Thank you so much, Coach Williams, for coming on the podcast once again. Now, it wouldn't be an eight-man football pregame show if I didn't have Devin Albertson on. Devin took some time. We talked about, like it was, some, like we talked about with everything, semifinal games, and then we talked about the championship game. Here's Devin's thoughts on last week's games and this week's championship game. Here it comes right now. And we're here on the Cliff Dose Podcast. We are previewing this Saturday's eight-man state championship game. Of course, you know why we wouldn't be able to preview the state championship game without having Devin Albertson on. Devin, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Cliff? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, um, Devin, before we get to the state championship, before we get to what everybody's playing for, um, let's talk about these semifinal games. We had um, Southwest Livingston defeating Drexel 52-22, to and then we had North Andrew defeating Stanbury 42-22. to So, uh, Devin, just uh, quickly go through these two semifinal games. Okay, I'll start with the game I wasn't at first with North Andrew Stanberry. Uh, from what I could tell, North Andrew kind of controlled the first half due to some turnovers from Stanberry. Kind of the same thing we saw the week before with North Andrew with Southwold Nami Holt. Some early turnovers really helped 
kind of seal the effort there on the defensive end. And then that game got pretty hairy there late. Stanbury pulled in a score with about four minutes to go. Uh, Northland got the ball back. Had a long touchdown run by Hayden Ecker, really kind of opened the scoring up. And they scored one more there late right after that touchdown and a long touchdown by Ecker as well. Um, so Stanbury, heck of an effort by them, especially losing their quarterback the week before doing a broken ankle. Uh, losing him, then playing North Andrews, a tough task to ask for a freshman quarterback. But from what I could tell, they really rode their freshman running back in Tucker Sheever. He carried the rock a lot there for Stanbury and kept him in that ball game. And North Andrew, they just played their game. They're going to play rough, physical. Um, as Coach Williams likes to say, a bar fight for four quarters. And they just come out victorious, all bruised and battered and beaten, but they come out on top of the scoreboard. It's happened, I think, 12, 13 times now this year where the record is, yeah, 13-0. But every one of their games has been that way, and they they love that style of football. They really take their coaches' um, lead with that and just playing that physical style and getting a win there that way. Uh, so they're a very good football team, and that right. I mean, they score 48 points a game. They allow 21, and that's what every game feels like is a – 44 to 20 game. It's what every one of their games kind of feels like uh, for North Andrew. So I'm happy for them and their kids to get to this point. I mean, Carson Thomas played fullback last year for him. Now he's their running back. Now he's their quarterback. Um, the Hayden Ecker uh, coming to his own uh, running back. And then they got a big front up, big guys up front who just do their job and they're, they just lean on you for four quarters. So congrats to North Andrew and Stanberry. Uh, one quick thing on them. Only one senior who really contributed this year. He's a good player in Colin Sager. Uh, they're bringing back a lot of really good dudes next year on both sides of the ball. I think Stanberry might be a team to look at for in 2021, maybe playing on this weekend next year. Well, um, let's talk so about – And then I'll pause real quick to go to the next semifinal here with Southwest and Drexel. Um, Drexel, uh, Jacob, Kauf, Jacob Kauf, the running back, he's the real deal. Um, he's one of the better players that Southwest has seen this year, right there with Drew Quinlan. Um, he's a tough runner. He's he's slippery. He's tough to bring down. He's got good contact balance. Just a sophomore, he might actually, if you go just pure running ability, might be the best running back in the state this year. I know Parker Muffin King City had the most yards, but Coffee, he's a heck of a runner. There's a sophomore. And I was looking this morning, just at all the guys who led the state in rushing this year. Uh, you just look down the board and rushing yards. Uh, Parker Muff from King City, a junior. Coffee from Coffee and Hayden Ecker are both sophomores. Alarcon and Gunnar Miller down south, they're both seniors. They have another freshman there in Tucker Sheber. There's a lot of good young running backs in the state this year in eight-man football. We'll see a lot of them again next year um, going forward. But I just want to give him a quick shout-out because he's a really good football player. Just Drexel up front wasn't quite big enough to withstand four quarters of action versus a team like Southwest Livingston, who's very good up front but also – the athletes and explosive on the outside for Southwest. Southwest kind of has the best of both worlds with that, where guys like Jaden Sears, Owen H, Glenn Holtz, Morgan Anderson can play physical up front, but they also have the speed guys with uh, Ethan Hare and Parker Keening and Chase, Chase Neptune with their quarterback cues, and they can do both styles of play. They can go up and down the field with teams like Pattonsburg, but also play a physical style with like Southwell Nami Holt, and we'll see here with North Andrew going into – uh, Saturday afternoon here. I'm really excited about this matchup. I think Southwest Livingston is a very good football team at 11 and one. Um, they're more explosive offensively, scoring almost 65 points a game. They allow about 28 on defense. They're good defensively. They're not as good as North Andrew is defensively. Not quite as physical up front, but they can still hold their own against physical teams. And they're just so explosive on offense. They're a tough team to beat. 
let's talk about the reason why we're here. You know, one more eight-man football game left. You know, you know, we didn't know whether in August we would be able to get to this point. We're here. It's North Andrew, Southwest Livingston, the 2028-man state championship on the line. Just um, your thoughts, your keys, everything. Uh, well, these two teams have been kind of the number one and number two ever since Mound City hit their wall with injuries and COVID and stuff. So these have been the best two teams in most of the media members' eyes around the state for the last half of the season, really. Um, and I'm really excited for this one. I, both teams have had tough stretches here. I mean, Livingston, they've had to beat North Shelby and Drexel to get here. North Andrew had to eke out a win versus South Fulton and they beat Stanbury again to get here. So they've beaten some good teams in the way here. Uh, they've actually played five teams in common so far this year. They both beat Drexel and Stewartsville, Osborne, some lower-level teams. They both beat King City in different ways. Mind you, North Andrew, more of a defensive uh, grinded-out game and Livingston in a shootout. <clears throat> and they both beat North Shelby and South Wilnallyhold, who I think are both top five teams. So they both had their ways to get here at this point. I've went back and forth on this a little bit. I've had Southwest as my number one team for the last half of the season, really, so I'm going to ride with them in the state championship game. Uh, I do worry about them up front, maybe dealing with North Andrews physicality a bit, but I think they have enough up front to take those blows and even give some back a little bit there um, and then be enough on the outside, be scoring enough points. If this game gets into the 50s, Livingston, I think, can have a chance to run away with it a little bit. I don't know if North Andrew can score with Livingston, but if North Andrew can make Livingston play in a phone booth for four quarters, I'm very intrigued at how this game could go. I think it should be. I think it should be a great game. So, uh, Devin, before we get you out of here, you know, I know, um, I know you want to. I know you might want to plug some things, but um, you're gonna be you're gonna be on the airwaves um, to, on Saturday. You know, um, tell people um, tell people where they can hear you. At. I believe it's called uh, midvid.com. Uh, they they've done a lot of Southwest Livingston games here uh, late. I reached out to them. Uh, towards the end of the middle of the week or so and kind of asked them like, Hey, so I guess you're doing the game. I didn't know if they wanted me to be on there for pregame or halftime. They invited me on there for both. So I'm going to be up there for the pregame and the halftime to kind of talk to those guys and kind of give my thoughts going into the game and also what I see in the first half. So I think it's midvid.com. They have a free audio stream and then their video stream is through Misha TV. If you want to see it on there as well, they had to charge for that part of it. But um, so I'm really fun and ready to go on that for them. Uh, but as, as always, uh, at Devin Albertson on Twitter, I'll probably during the game tweet out from 08 Man Football or just retweet Anthony Crane stuff. So at Crane underscore Anthony, he'll give out some score updates. And I'll probably just retweet his score updates and then post some video highlights throughout the game as well, uh, as Misha can kind of allow with that. So we'll see what happens there. I'm really intrigued with this game. Um, as I said earlier, I think Southwest by a touchdown is probably my prediction here. Uh, but I'm just ready for two really well-coached, really – talented football teams to go at it here for a state championship. And as you said in the opening there, I talked to a lot of coaches in the preseason in August. What do you think this year is going to hold for us? How many do we get a full season in? And the majority of them said, hey, let's wait a month, three, four games, and kind of see where we're at. And here we are in late November, almost December, ready to play for a state championship game, Southwest Livingston, North Andrew. And these are two teams that in the preseason, I had North Andrew as a borderline top 10 team, and I didn't have Southwest Livingston ranked in my initial top 10 because I didn't know what they would have coming back from Mac Anderson losing him last year. These two teams have both exceeded expectations and have taken the control of the top of eight, man. And North Andrew, they're going for their seventh title in 13 appearances, 
Livingston, this is their third appearance, looking for that first title. So I'm kind of rooting for them to get their first title in school history and get some new blood there to bring home a state championship in Missouri eight-man football. I, I, once again, I think it's going to be a tremendous game. So Devin, you know, Anthony, you know, the guys, they'll definitely have you covered on there. So um, mission.tv, you can purchase the game on there. So um, $15, uh, $15.75 with tax, you can purchase that on there. And not only do you get access to the eight-man football state championship game, you also get access to class six through one, too. So any eight-man fans, if you want to dip your toe in 11-man football, this is absolutely the perfect time for you to do it. Definitely $15, seven games. So, um, David Albertson, thank you so much all year long for coming on the podcast and contributing um, your knowledge in eight-man football. And um, I know that you're going to be in attendance in Chillicothe on Saturday, and um, you're going to be in attendance for a great football game. Yep, absolutely. I think the pregame there for Midvid starts at 1235. So if you guys want to see that game starts at one, I think they start at 1235. And also, I know I talk about a lot of eight-man football, but good luck to the 11-man schools kind of in our area with Midbuck, St. Pius, and Maryville, along with, uh, I think it's Platt County in Class 4. So good luck to all those teams as they continue their semifinal runs. I'm, I always keep an eye on to see how the area teams are kind of doing here in Northwest Missouri. And uh, good luck to all those teams playing this weekend as well. Absolutely. I definitely echo that sentiment. We got – um. Platt County, Smithville, uh, Maryville, St. Pius, and Mid-Buck left in our area yep. as far as 11-man football coverage. So, David Albertson, thank you so much for coming on all year long, and um, good luck to you and your coverage, and uh, make sure to check out Mid-Bid if you want to hear Devin on the um, broadcast. So, Devin, thank you so much. Thanks, Cliff. Thank you so much, Devin, for uh, coming on the podcast. Before we leave here, let's talk about the game, how you can watch the game how you can listen to the game, all that good stuff. So um, let's talk about how to watch the game. First of all, you could we can watch the game on Misha.tv. That's where you can watch that. Now with state championships thing, I will give you a little bit of a disclaimer, both good and bad. If you want to watch the state championship game, it is $15 to watch. $15. But... With your fifteen dollars, not only can you watch the not only can you watch the eight man state championship game, you can watch class six through one eleven man football games. Also, you could if you're an eight man football fan and you're watching the um and you're watching the eight man state championship game on Sunday, you could dip your toe into a little bit of eleven man football. Also, as you will get the class six championship game on Saturday and. You will get the class one through five championship games the next weekend. So 15, 1575, that is with tax. You could you can get all seven championship games for $225 a game. That is a deal. Definitely take advantage of that. $225 a game, $1575 for the eight-man football broadcast if you want to watch that on Misha TV. Now, if you want an audio stream. You can check it out on midvid.com slash game of the week. I will retweet out that link again. So also, as Devin mentioned earlier in our interview, he will be a guest on the pregame and the halftime show on that broadcast on midvid.com. You can check that out there if you don't want to pay for the video broadcast on mission.tv. You can check that out there. I will make sure to get that link out on Saturday so you all can watch that. So I want to thank everybody for catching the pregame show, week 14 pregame show. 
We got one more week of football left after this, but um, it's definitely been a ride, definitely getting closer and closer to the end. I want to thank all the listeners, all the coaches, all the media members that have taken time to come on the podcast. Thank you all so much again. Definitely uh, look out for more basketball content next week, next week, so definitely check that out. So until then, take care, everybody.